Good afternoon, Tom Sox fans, and welcome back to Crutchfield Park here for the latest episode of Tom Sox Today. The Tom Sox will take on the Strasburg Express tonight at 5 p.m., and the second game will start 30 minutes after as part of the Tom Sox doubleheader. One of the last ones for the Tom Sox this season, as the only other doubleheader at home this season, will be the makeup from Front Royal. My name is Eric Fenstermaker. I'm joined alongside today by Patrick Campbell, one of our great statistics guys. Patrick, how are you today? Doing pretty good. How about you? Can't complain. It, it looks like it's uh, pretty decent weather. It's a little windy out here. Uh, we're not in the press box as we normally are. We are actually out in left field under the canopy that some of you fans might be sitting under. But it seems like it's going to be a great day for Tom Sox baseball, and it should be a good opportunity to see the Sox back in action. But before we talk about Strasburg tonight, let's talk about the game that we saw previously here at Crutchfield Park. The Stanton Braves took on the Charlottesville Tom Sox, and they defeated the Tom Sox by a score of 10-4. to just the second time this season the Braves have defeated the Tom Sox, the previous time coming in the matchup just before that. Patrick, before we get into some of the stats, what were your overall opinions of that Stanton game? Um, you know, it really just was kind of an ugly game for the Tom Sox. Um, just <clears throat> really weren't able to get anything going offensively until the um, later innings, to be honest with you. And it was hard. The, the pitching really didn't hold up as it normally does. Um, the Tom Sox are just really kind of struggling to, to find the, you know, really hit the ball. They've been, uh, their batting average is 216 right now as a team, um, which isn't great. And <clears throat> overall, the game was just, <clears throat> sorry, overall, the game was just really um, a struggle for the Sox the entire day. Um, just kind of hard to watch um, as a Tom Sox fan, honestly. So. And like you mentioned, kind of a dip in that hitting. Six different Braves for Stanton had an RBI, just one for the Tom Sox from Alex Urban. Tom Sox also had just five hits. The Braves had eight. So even though we saw a bigger crowd for Barker in the park night and we saw a lot more people come out for this game, it wasn't the result people wanted to see as the Tom Sox ultimately were pretty much easily handled from the get-go. And like you mentioned, besides those two runs in the ninth, the Tom Sox would have been down 10-2 to as the final score. But... 10 to 4 sounds a little bit more manageable, but the Tom Sox will look to get back to their winning ways. They started off the season really hot, but over their last 10 games, they're currently 5 and 5. So look for the Tom Sox to try to right the ship and get back to normal. Uh, one interesting stat from that game, though, Mackenzie Pate was walked three times. So interesting to see one of the Tom Sox better batters not get on base because of hits, but to get to be on base because of walks. So look for the Tom Sox to get back to just dominance as they did early on in the season. 10 strikeouts to Tom Sox, but 10 runs given up. Just honestly a bit of a dip. So Tom Sox looking to adjust here against Strasburg. Strasburg was the best team in the VBL record-wise. The Woodstock Urban has just overtook them by a win. So we'll see how Strasburg looks to kind of get back to their winning ways. They've also had some struggles recently as we jump into the notes for today's matchup. Strasburg is 13-5, the second-best record in the North and the second-best record overall in the VBL. But they're also 6-4 and four over their last 10 games. They've also struggled a little bit, too. Now, Patrick, when we talk about needing to do well, let's look at both Strasburg from a batting and a pitching perspective because they do really well on both sides. From a batting perspective, they have three guys currently batting over 300. Nate LaRue batting 360. Ryan Galaney batting 352. And Brayton Brown batting 344. We've seen the Tom Sox pitching bend their success this season, but it's also fallen off as of recent. If you're the Tom Sox and you know you have a huge matchup tonight, especially a doubleheader, how do you make those adjustments and correct knowing a team coming in is doing really well hitting the ball? 
Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a great matchup. <clears throat> um, they're second in the Valley League, so obviously doing well. Um, I know their park is a little bit smaller, um, so that kind of helps with, um, I guess, hitting home runs and whatnot and all that stuff for them. But, um, you know, they're, they're a very good hitting team, and I think our pitching just really needs to kind of locate the ball really well. Um, I know just watching the games, um, some of our pitchers have struggled really um, placing their fastball and especially off-speed pitches. Um, when I went to, we played Stanton um, away, I forget what day it was, but um, a lot of our guys just really, uh, I think it was Spivey, just um, kind of struggled to uh, locate his off-speed pitches and Stanton was really just able to tee away on him. Um, they hit a couple home runs in that game deep um, to center field, so I think really just locating their off-speed pitches um, and then just really being able to get some uh, good velocity on the fastballs will really be beneficial for the Tom Sox tonight. Now the Express, like you mentioned, hitting the home runs in the slightly smaller ballpark. They're actually second in the VBL in home runs with 20. They're also second in RBIs with 103, and they score the most runs in the VBL with 131. So it'll be interesting to see how they do in a bigger ballpark. but. Like mentioned, they have three guys over 300, and they definitely know how to put the bat on the ball. So the Tom Sox pitching will need to be at its best in this matchup, probably the biggest matchup they've had all season long. Now let's jump to this Express's pitching, because as well as their batting has been doing, their pitching has been just as good. They allowed the second-fewest runs with 67, and their fourth in earned runs with 59, fourth in hitting allowed with 122, and tied for third least in walks with 67, and they're also second in strikeouts with 199. So the Tom Sox bats started out pretty hot early on in the season, and they've cooled off. Like you mentioned, they're currently batting uh, 216. Our stat guy, David Argos, forward me this morning. They started off the season batting 324, and it's been a pretty consecutive slide with a couple of um, upticks, but it's been pretty much going down from 324 to 216 over recent history. If you're the Tom Sox, Patrick, and you know, again, team's going to do well batting, so you have to do well batting as well, how do you kind of correct some of your slumps that you've seen and really be able to get back to hitting the ball out of Crutchfield Park? Yeah, I think, it. you know, when you get in those slumps, um, you kind of <clears throat> start to get in your heads. <clears throat> and, um, you know, you can see that with <clears throat> major league guys. Um, they just kind of, when you go in those slumps, you just start to, think about every little thing um, and I think you just have to get back to the basics uh, they got a lot of guys and obviously it, it helps to get walked um, you're talking about Mackenzie Pate <clears throat> being able to uh, get those walks and he's a, probably the fastest guy on the team I think he has the most steals on the team as well because this team can really um, steal some bases that helps as well um, just drawing walks um, Jonas Seegers at Virginia Tech he did a very good job over the course of the year um, playing there, just drawing walks, that always helps. Um, and I think just, you know, s making it simple. Um, just, you know, getting your hands inside, just um, locating where the pitches are going. Just don't think about it too much. Just dumb it down and just play baseball. Um, you know, getting, you know, yeah, really just making it simple for the guys. I think that, that helps a lot um, when you start thinking about it too much. Is That's when the slumps kind of continue. and. Will Safford um, got his first hit the other night, um, so he's starting to figure things out, and I think that helps a lot. Once you get that first hit, it's it opens things up. So, yeah, I think just making it simple is the biggest thing. 
Now, one of the intriguing things about this matchup today is the Strasbourg Express coming to town just once with the doubleheaders this year. You'll see teams like Strasbourg, Woodstock. You'll only see them one time, and you'll see them for this doubleheader. How do you go ahead and go against a team knowing between games you have about half an hour to make your adjustments? We saw them beat Winchester the first time here at home, and they fall in the second matchup. They've seen a lot of splits in doubleheader games, but how do you ultimately prepare for a team knowing that it's a huge game it's a lot of importance in the VBL standings but you're only going to see them one time and really don't have the opportunity to make those changes well I <clears throat> I would imagine it's probably beneficial um, for the Sox at this point in time just because like you said they're kind of struggling to hit the ball at the moment and I think when you face a team twice in about I mean we'll we'll see depending on extra innings or not but around like four or five hours when you see that a team in two games um, for that long. I think it it kind of helps you just to kind of settle in. You're like, I'm facing this team again. Um, and you're like, let me just figure it out. You know, you know you have another game after that, so it's not super pressured. Because, um, you know, if, if something doesn't go right in the first game, you, you can figure out in the, in the um, latter. But um, I think it's just, uh, you just play your game. Um, not really a whole lot of big adjustments obviously with pitching um you know that that's another area where the tom Sox can um kind of scout um, their opponent with um strasburg and kind of try and figure them out as they're like you mentioned batting over three batters um over 300 so i think it'll be good just from a hitting perspective for the tom Sox to kind of find a groove um and you know just see if they can kind of get back to their batting average they started the year off with so this is one of the biggest games for the Tom Sox I'd honestly venture to say that this is the biggest day for the Tom Sox team in this season's history because yep. they've struggled a little bit recently and they are still one of the best teams in the south and I do believe they are one of the best teams in the VBL and give anybody a run for their money however you really need to correct those mistakes and make those adjustments and Strasburg's a team that's not going to let you make many mistakes and get away with it. So the Tom Sox will definitely need to be on their A game for both the first game and the second game of this doubleheader. But aside from this doubleheader, as we look ahead to the rest of the season for the Tom Sox, you're going to see two games against Harrisonburg to close out the month of June. We've seen the Turks a couple of times, but not as much as we've seen Stanton or Covington. So look for the Tom Sox to get a couple more matchups against Harrisonburg at the end of this month and as July progresses. But the Tom Sox will open the month with three games in four days against Waynesboro. Uh, Waynesboro, one of the first teams to give a Tom Sox a loss on the season and one of the first teams to do it here at home. So look for the Tom Sox to try to extract revenge against Waynesboro and especially win that 4th of July game here at Crutchfield Park. Like I mentioned, you'll see a lot of matchups against Harrisonburg and Waynesboro in the next upcoming month. And if you're a fan of doubleheaders, well, they're slowly ticking down for the Tom Sox here. The next one will be July 3rd at the Percival Cannons. And the only other home doubleheader you'll see aside from this Strasburg game will be the makeup front Royal game, as we'll see coming up on July 19th. But Patrick, as we close out this podcast and we talk about what the adjustments will be for this Tom Sox team going forward, ultimately with a handful of games under their belts and a lot of season left to be played, but still a decent amount already gone. What are you looking for the Tom Sox to see for the rest of the season to ultimately change, correct, or fix if they want to get back to that early season success that they had? I think really just being able to catch up to uh, opponents' fastballs. Um, really, um, from what I've seen as far as pitching from um, other teams in the Valley League, really 
the most you're gonna see is um, you know like a 90 a 90 mile an hour fastball around that and then if they're not even throwing that it, it usually is just off-speed pitches probably a curveball around like 70 or a slider around 75 so really just um, you kind of now you know um, what you're getting um, from a lot of these guys that are pitching in the Valley League so just kind of really um, working um, in, the, in the cage and just um, being able to catch up to those pitches and locate them get your hands around um, and I, I think that'll really help the hitting um, and then you know as far as pitching goes just continuing to work on your stuff um, I think we have some really solid pitching I think it's just um, kind of frustrating as far as uh, you know from a pitching perspective when your guys can't figure out you know how to put more runs on the board but I think it's a really solid team um, and I, I think they have a, a, a real shot at winning this whole thing um, and you know it starts tonight with the double header um, and uh, yeah so I think it's a good opportunity tonight against Strasburg to really kind of set a tone for the rest of the season um, we're just a little bit under halfway, but the Tom Sox have seen a lot of the opponents they're going to see for the rest of the year outside of those doubleheaders. So I think if you can kind of make a statement day here against Strasburg, win two or at least one of the two in this matchup, it kind of shows that even if you're sliding a bit, that you can kind of make those adjustments and changes. But we'll have to see what the Tom Sox are able to do against Strasburg, a team that bats really well and pitches really well. A little bit small of a ballpark, so that might be a little bit distorted, but we'll see what the Tom Sox are able to do and kind of make those adjustments and corrections tonight here at Crutchfield Park starting at 5 p.m. Patrick, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited for tonight. Um, it should be really entertaining, so go Sox. And as you'll see, the Tom Sox start their first game tonight at 5 p.m. The second game will start half an hour afterwards. If you can make it out to the ballpark, you don't have to worry because admission is free this season thanks to Carter Bank and Trust. So come on out. There won't be dogs around, but there'll be plenty of fans here to cheer on the Tom Sox as they look to get back to their winning ways and have some success here at Crutchfield Park. So for Patrick Campbell, David Argo, and the entire Tom Sox media staff, I'm Eric Fenstermaker. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you tonight at the ballpark.